Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. In these potty streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go wherever your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 139 of the 20 by 20 podcast. And we are your host, Nathan McFly with it's your boy B-I-N-G Bing. You heard what's popping. Yo, um, R.I.P. Leslie Nielsen. I mean, if he was still around, I'll have him go looking for wood like the Undertaker be. <laughs> that, bro. You can take it back to stuff. 92, nigga. Yo, I don't know where he at. We got to put an APB out for Woodrow. Word, yo. Shit, I'm about to holler at All your bodegas, all your chopped cheese spots, wherever they got Dutchess for under $3 a pack, that's where you're going to find wood. You heard? Wherever they got the, the best iced coffee or, or iced latte, you should Where, be wherever they, got a, wherever they got a fucking, what is it, IPA? An wherever IPA. they got... <laughs> or Buñuelo with a Café Negro, something, man. We got to look for this nigga. Or uh, any dinosaur barbecue in your local... <laughs> <laughs> Wilding. He's in the back with the cooks, just wilding out. He's doing that dance where he got four pins... 25 pairs of clothes on, and he's holding his He's in there wilding. So you heard? No hairnet, no mask. Fuck it. No mask. <laughs> oh, man. We got to look for this, dude. We got to be on the hunt, bro. <laughs> Where, B? Oh, no. Yo, you know, the same old, same old. Aki, my daughter about to be one. She don't leave me to fuck alone. I swear to God, she's attached to my hip. It's crazy. <laughs> It's insane. Like, yo, it's really like, yo, it's just crazy, bro. Like, it's crazy. But, you know, working, maintaining, nigga, you know, following what's going on in this crazy wrestling world with all the major, major things that have gone down in the past, you know, couple of days. Like, it's a big moves that have been happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just chilling, my nigga. Yeah, man. There's been a lot of, uh, a lot of things going on. A lot of uh, ex-wrestlers and Hall of Famers talking shit and, Playing what they think is going down right now. It's a lot of things, man. Like you said, bro. A lot of things. You know, this Sunday we have the, the Royal Rumble. We'll get into that. And yeah, man. You know, got you. I got a, I got a theory on the Rumble as to them announcing number thirty. We gonna get there. Okay, okay, okay. You got a theory on that? I bet. So we're gonna see what's up with that too. Definitely with it, with it, with it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, man. As I, um, black straight with ice, you heard? What happened? I, I sipped this black label straight with ice. No chaser, you heard? Wepa, wepa. No chaser. I see you. I see you, my guy. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah, I already know. <laughs> I already know. But um, first thing I wanted to get into with you is... Oh. 
uh this partnership this strengthening strengthening of, of a partnership between wwe and nbc i mean we always known that they had uh a partnership you know not dating back even before uh monday night raw you know with saturday night's main event and all that other stuff within the 80s and early 90s but now uh starting march 18th and for their first uh, first event on that platform of peacock uh fast lane if i'm not mistaken now the WWE Network can only be streamed through Peacock. A lot of people have been saying that, oh, you know, this is this is they did that because you know they couldn't really get any subscribers and you know, and they were losing money. I I yeah. personally don't think. That. <laughs> I mean, because they they were they were averaging one point six million uh, subscribers, and if you think about it, if you have one point six million people. Paying ten dollars a month, I mean, hey, that's some fucking good money right there. But you know what it is? What people are saying too, like Netflix got like billion subscribers or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. But nigga, how long Netflix been around? And how quick was Netflix international? Like WWE Network had a lot of stumbles in the beginning. There was a lot of bugs. It took a while for them to roll it out. It took a while for them to get out of North America and you know what I'm saying to get into other countries. And it's like. Yeah, they have that 1.6 million subscribers worldwide, or that's just fucking America. Cause well, I got worldwide, bro. Like on some shit. Well, see that that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then to be honest, how many how many real wrestling fans is out there? I, you know, that's a bro. That's how many are gonna pay like to, for that? You know what I mean? Exactly. With with all these uh crack streams and all that other stuff, you know, right. people don't want to. You know, people don't want to sell out the ten dollars a month, but the way that I seen it was that they they can easily get more eyes on the product that will probably, you know, pumping money in other different ways. You know. Oh, I mean? absolutely. You know, that peak app, I I got it already, and I've I've looked through it. They already got some WWE content on yeah, there. Yeah, they've been had a little bit of a little bit of audit. Yeah, they've been had a little on it. So they they added a couple more. They added like the Monday Night War documentary. They added a couple of things. Um. But, yo, it's dope because it's mad channels I never knew was under NBC. Yeah. Like, that's got a whole thing of, like, I think it's, like, 50 channels of live TV that's all, like, under the NBC, you know, flag. And, I mean, NBC owns USA. USA is where Raw's been the home of, USA has been the home of Raw for how many years? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of connections there with that. And it's like, bro. Peacock is going to get a lot of subscribers. You know what I'm saying? Just because the amount of people that watch NBC programming and it's fucking, you either got the $4.99 a month like Hulu and you get the commercials or you get the $9.99 with no fucking commercials and everything's unlocked. Exactly. And if you have a WWE Network subscription, you're already, you're grandfathered in for a certain amount of time. All you got to do is download the app. You know what I mean? Like put in the thing for the, I guess for the premium for the $9.99 and then your WWE subscription, which is already $9.99. Now that shit comes up as NBC Universal Peacock app. It's nothing crazy. Like they're not, it's not a jump in money. You're not gonna lose anything that you're watching or anything like that. Like I'm pretty sure they're gonna have a grace period of, you know, the network shuts down on this night, you know, download Peacock, all the programming from here will be available. You know what I mean? And they'll transfer all their shit over. I'm pretty sure that as we speak, they're doing that shit right now, you know what I mean? To get everything ready for March 18th is, 
to a, a month and a half away, maybe if that, like that's like what seven weeks from now. That's quick. That's gonna go fast. So I think it's a good move for them. They're gonna get way more eyes on the product doing it through that than their own streaming service, which people are gonna say struggled, but nigga. I don't know. I'm not gonna say they struggled. I jumped. I joined it from Jump, and I think it's one of the best streaming services out there. But I'm biased because I'm a wrestling fan. So what the fuck? What? <laughs> what, what you know what I mean? Like, but and they, they they also said this is uh basically like the separation of ties with ESPN. That ESPN from here on out is not gonna air certain um certain events of the WWE as they were doing when the pandemic first started. Right, and they cover they cover them on the ES- on the website and all that shit like. They're probably gonna stop doing that. Which, yo, listen, they had a good partnership. They had a good run. Who knows in the future what can happen between WWE and ESPN? But as of right now, the ties between NBC and WWE run way deeper than the ties with WWE and ESPN. And I mean, WWE's been doing business with NBC, like nigga, like you said, since Saturday Night Main Events, since we was kids. You know what I mean? We been watching Saturday Event, like, and and other specials and. XFL, can't forget about that. You know what I mean? So there's a lot. There's a lot of ties there. So it makes sense in a lot of ways for them to go with that, with, with NBC and that type of streaming service. It makes sense. Just it's the comfortability business-wise. Niggas know each other. And you you see that product and you know, like, yo, that Peacock app is going to blow up, bro. Oh, awesome. yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, supposedly ESPN was in the running to buy the network. So, wow. You know, it was something that they were trying to do, probably put it on their ESPN plus platform and stuff like that. But now that with all this said and done, I mean, we're, we're looking at a couple of billion dollars here. Oh yeah. Over the next five years. So it's a, uh, it's a win for McMahon. You know, I can't say for, I can't say for the whole company, you know, who knows how that money's going to trickle down. We don't know yet. Yeah. At the end of the day, McMahon is the one that's going to be on the, on the winning end of everything. Just look at look at how many billion dollar deals he's cut just in the past ten years. Yep. This one, he got the Fox one, which when it's all said and done, is probably going to equate to a billion. He got the Saudi deal, and that's that's not even ten years. That's like in the last five years. That's crazy, boy, nigga. He's setting it up. He's lining it up. He's setting all the chips in place because that nigga sees into the future and he knows, like, I only have a certain amount of time left. I got to make all these deals, get all this bread set up. So when I go, these niggas can't fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, we we heard about that. Uh, That's a crazy it, that I, with, with two billion or some shit uh, off rip, like initially something like that. I know it's a couple billion dollars over the next five years. So that's yo, that is crazy money. Money, bro. Is, money is money during that, the pandemic. Niggas is out here get catching billies, bro. Pandemic. This is this thing is a pandemic out here. Yeah, it's, your word. it's a bank demic with somebody. Fucking, bro. <laughs> fucking billion, nigga. That's some country's whole budget for like the year. That that nigga. That's crazy, bro. Shout out, shout out to Vinnie Mac, man, getting them coins, b. Yo, Vinny Bags over there, bro. But anyway, um, another thing that came out, like, this is something I wanted to talk with you about uh, last week, but, you know, 
things came things came into play. But uh, NXT having to move to a different day. What what are your thoughts about NXT having to move to a different day? And this is something that came up because of the closure of NBC Sports. So right. the stuff they have there, like the hockey games and right. whatever right. else that maybe they had on yeah. that NBC Sports channel, are not going to be moved to the USA Network. And a lot of the prime big matchups in the NHL happen on Wednesday nights. Right. What is your yep. take on that one? I think it's crazy that NBC Sports shut when I sh- when they showed the revenue that they were making. Nigga, they were in top five sports apps out right now getting bread. But I think the closure of the app has a lot to do with Peacock. And they're going to end up doing NBC Sports is going to end up on the Peacock app somehow, some way, repackaged maybe under a different name. Cool, smart, good deal. You don't, you don't want to have competing streaming services at the same time when you're trying to build your Peacock app, right? So what does this mean for NXT? Like you said, the major hockey games on Wednesday nights. All right, cool. That's cool. That's good for USA to get a different audience in too. You know what I mean? Cool for them. It doesn't hurt NXT at all. But my thing is, where do you put them? Do you put them Tuesday or do you put them Thursday? All right. So that my take is this. I'm not sure what's uh, USA's uh, scheduling program. I know they got a whole bunch of reality shows that come on after Raw, that come on after uh, NXT. Reality shows, they got a couple couple decent dramas, you know, some comedy shit, but, and then they have Raw, to be real. Like, that's about it. it, They could, if they're going to move it on a different day on the USA Network, they could probably move it wherever they want. Right. It, it, it's it's up to them because they know that Monday and Friday can be touched. Right, for sure. So you have Tuesday and Thursday. Now with Tuesday and Thursday, it's it has to coincide, I guess, with the scheduling of the, uh, of the sporting events like NASCAR and all the other stuff. But most of that NASCAR stuff is during the day on the weekend. So I'm thinking, you know, they don't got to really worry about that. Now, when there's a game on on a Tuesday or Thursday, are you going to move the time? Are you going to have it before the game or after the game? It's it's right. a, it's a lot of stuff that comes into play. Are they going to take out shows from the USA? But what I think would be great is moving it to Thursdays. The reason why I say Thursdays is because, well, you know what? Tuesday, Tuesday night, because people are so down on Monday Night Raw, regardless of anything good that happens on that show. This is a fact. Regardless of the her business looking great, regardless of Drew McIntyre doing what he does good, um, what they have been doing with Keith Lee, and, you know, we haven't seen Keith Lee in a while, and it's crazy that we haven't seen him since Drew McIntyre, you know, had COVID. So there's a couple right. of people we haven't seen during that space and time. And a lot of people tend to forget that, by saying, oh, look, Keith Lee's not on TV anymore. Maybe he caught the virus, too. Maybe he's at home recuperating. You know what I'm saying? There's a couple of people that we don't see that. But besides all that, Tuesdays would be, the to me, the perfect time for them to put that show on. A day that they're by themselves, they're more liable to hit the seven, 800000 mark that AEW does constantly. And with a great show, like shows they, they did, like Halloween Havoc, um, the New Year's Evil show that they did. They would they probably would have hit a mill, you know. Right. This right. this move, I don't see it as a loss 
for either organization, for either WWE or AEW. And I don't see it as NXT taking the L. Yo, listen, bro. I think it's great for the fans, bro, to on the same night so you can watch each show and not have to fucking go back and forth or watch one and DVR the other, bro. It's not the same not watching it live because no matter what, Niggas, you're going to scroll, you're going to see, you're going to find out some shit that happened on the other show, and you're going to be like, ah, I don't want to see that, or fuck, I missed it because I was watching this shit. <clears throat> it's better that they're, it, like, like Tuesday to Wednesday will be good, but Monday, Raw's, Raw's bad. Maybe give people a day to get the taste of Raw out of their mouth. Then you got AEW Wednesday, now you got aw wednesday you got nxt thursday and then you got the best show in wrestling right now on tv and i love nxt but smackdown is fucking just they bang 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 killing it so if you put nxt after aw you can you'll get the aw get their numbers and they're gonna get extra people there because now nxt is to thursday so let's say they hit 700 to a mil now NXT got nobody to worry about on Thursdays. When there's no other wrestling shows on, they can turn around and hit that same fucking number easily. You know what I mean? And then you take that momentum into, you know, because they're gonna promote obviously SmackDown on the show. SmackDown's tomorrow night. Blah 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 blah. blah. It just like for WWE, the Thursday carrying into the Friday will probably help Monday night. You know what I mean? And AW has. Wednesday to themselves. That's the night that they picked from jump. That's the night that they wanted. Bet. Here you go. You have no competition. Let's see what you can do. Because NXT is going to do the numbers, bro. They are. And so is AEW. No, so without... I think, without, I think with NXT on a different day, AEW is going to crack a mill every week. This is... This, is, <clears throat> this is definitely what they're going to need. To stay at that nine hundred thousand level, go over a mil on most weeks, because right. not for nothing, you know, AEW as it's progressing, it's getting better little by little. I mean, I can't expect much out of AEW during its infancy. You know what I'm saying? That's why I I can't really yesterday show was pretty. <laughs> I can't compare <laughs> it too much to WWE as of yet. Until we start right. seeing those ratings go up, until we start seeing big, big angles happening, with major players within the realm of professional wrestling, right? Not just AEW, not just WWE, just in in its entirety. Is it moving in a good direction? Yeah, it really is. You know, it's moving in a good direction. You're starting to see more of the entertainment side of of what they're doing with with the with the right. inclusion of Shaquille O'Neal with these little. Yeah. With these right. little shows with their with their stars, like uh, the Britt Baker dentist office show, whatever it may be. Uh bro, bro. But bro. this is all new. This is all new. Not everything hits all at once, B. I'm not I'm not saying of course, Nick. We of course I agree with you on that. It takes time for things to develop. Yeah. But yo, bad comedy is already bad. But the bad comedy in wrestling is so bad, and it's like AW. Like they're trying to do skits, and you know they're trying to get into in the entertainment side, which everyone, like anyone with any common sense, knew eventually that was going to happen, bro. That's part of pro wrestling. You have to do shit like that. But it's like 
bro, did you not rehearse that before you went out on fucking TV and did that shit? Like, how bad was that thing with Cody and the and the tall fucking chick, the Thunderdome blonde chick, the black blonde chick? What's her name? Jay Cargo? Yeah, yeah, Jay Cargo. And the other little one who tries to be a threat to her, I'm like, nah, son. They couldn't get someone else? Like, come on, B. Yeah, she does look like she overpowers her crazy, yeah. Yes, it looks crazy. And it's like, that chick's going to be teamed with Shaq against Cody and... What's her name? Brandy's, Fucking... No, no, Brandy's, Brandy's, Brandy's pregnant now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not Brandy. Wait, a red velvet? The fucking red velvet fucking cupcake. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, fun Brad. fact. Fun fact. She's, uh, I don't know if she got married or she's engaged to uh, Gerald Briscoe's son. Which, the West Briscoe? Yeah. He used to wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> fun fact though fun fact <laughs> that's cool that's, that's pretty dope oh keep it in the family wrestling baby that's what's <laughs> up velvet cake and wesley brisky he was in aces and eights let me tell you he you know aces and eights was like bully uh-huh D- mr kennedy and big lg and then you had the second tier niggas which i can't even name them Yo, why well, at the bottom hey, can the I- bottom. Oh no, and Dilo, Dilo was in that. Dilo was in Ace of the Ace. Oh, yeah, Dilo was in that. Dilo was in that. Wait, wait. Another another thing I just noticed. Why is it in other companies when they when they do a big faction like that, like a big hulking faction where they come and run rough shot through everything? Where I gotta be a a, a mix of of mad ex WWE niggas for? Because the impact at the time, that's all it was doing. They wasn't pushing under their own stars, nigga. This is Dixie Carter era. She was, come on, stop. <laughs> I'm just saying, I like, you You got that. Yeah. Even the NWO. Yeah. The NWO yeah. at one point looked like WrestleMania 7. Listen. <laughs> it was the whole card from WrestleMania 7 besides The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh shit, oh shit, that's funny, that's true, that is funny, nigga, Impact, <laughs> Impact has tried that a couple times though, nigga, they did that, they did Beatdown Clan with MVP, Domojo, yep. Bobby Lashley, someone else, I think Kenny King was in that, which I don't know. Yeah, Kenny King was in that, uh, yeah, Kenny <sighs> King and Samoa Joe, yeah, I mean, that, that, was a, that was an okay faction, I actually liked them. When the MVP came back and him, him and they were starting putting him and Bobby together, I was like, oh, they about to do Beatdown Clan Part 2, son. It's right. lit. It's lit. I'm waiting for the day, bro. I'm waiting for the day Samoa Joe just like, yo, I can't do this no more, man. Takes off the mic and like just starts beating people down. Let him Put him in the hurt business. Yeah, fucking Royal Rumble no, number 19. And his music hits and he's just sitting. Like, yo, he rips it off like game pants and shit. Work. <laughs> rips the dress shirt out his titties come flopping out he, put, <laughs> he borrows a pair of pants from Garza <laughs> chokes two niggas out eliminated oh. by seven <laughs> yo listen like like they say man anything can happen anything can happen in a rumble bro it's fucking crazy and uh, now well since we're talking about the hurt business I was listening to a couple of Bobby Lashley interviews this week and they asked him about 
um, possibly facing Brock Lesnar. And right. he, he was told that it's not going to happen. It's not in the cards. That sucks. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it does. It does, man. Because that, that'll be probably one of the... That's a money match. That's a definite money match. And th- what they could do is... Why? And they could, they, they, could, they could stretch it for two matches. If you think about it. I, I, when he was saying that, I envisioned. I was like, yo, what if Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar go at it? But, you know, they go at it in the WWE ring. And they can't stop the fight. The fight gets all crazy. The the ring implodes, or like you know the 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 ropes come apart. Everything breaks. They're like, yo, we can't handle it here. Now we're gonna have a real fight. This is where you could probably do a partnership with Dana White. Like, yo, we need to get this happening. Brock Lesnar versus it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, me and (laughs) me and LP talked about this. Like, yo, at a mania, it would be dope. Like just to have them like in a separate ring, not even in the in the WWE ring, just another ring there somewhere, and they just go at it. Put them in the lion's den. Slit the lion's den. Yo, listen. How about you hit up fucking uh, what you gonna call it, Bret Hart, and see if we could borrow the dungeon for a sec. Film, Yo, film the mad gritty in the dungeon. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's funny you say Bret Hart. Cause yo, Bret Hart, <laughs> and nigga Bret Hart hates Eric Bischoff, right? Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, it's a Bischoff's podcast, and yo, Bischoff is a funny ass nigga, and they they were playing some clip of Bret when in WCW's like, yeah, I show up one night and they have nothing for me to do, and I was like, oh, I have an idea. I'll go out with this stuffed cat and I'll put a brick in it, and I'll put the cat on the post, and I'll just start talking, and Goldberg will come out, and I'll. Have offer the cat to him when he goes to pet it. I just hit him over the head, and one of the producers is like, "All right, yeah, guy, go do whatever you want." So he's like, "What the fuck?" And then Bishop's like, first of all, I never fucking happened. <laughs> I never came with no fucking cat. What are you talking about, Brett?" And he just rips on the nigga like he got here. He was just the most negative. He just yo, he rips on him for like five minutes, and I'm listening to it. I be listening, watching some of Brett's interviews and shit, and yo. He do be coming off like a little salty, yeah. He be coming off like a whole bitch in a quarter, nigga. Like, golly, nigga. A bitch mac with cheese. Fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Relax. See, I <clears throat> everybody in professional wrestling talk shit. Everybody, bro. And then oh. you'll get like one or two people in, in a story, someone to be like, yeah, you know, that that's how bad it was in WCW or. Brett is just, you know, being Brett. Just like they say, Sean's being Sean. The Brett is being Brett shit. I'm like, damn, you always like that, bro? Like, it's kind of whack in a way, right? Like, yeah, fuck. But he's still the excellent execution in my eyes. No, yeah, not, that's not taking that's nothing away from the ring. That's nah, I know. It's just, the per- I guess the business side of it is just right. horrible. It's horrible. The whole screw job in a way, like, damn, nigga, maybe you deserve that shit. <laughs> Brett screwed Brett, motherfucker. Shout out to Hebner, who rocked that T-shirt for like 12 years until oh, he had Brett and made up with the nigga. <laughs> That's why, like, it's it, yo, Earl Hebner is another, is another salty motherfucker, bro. Now, nah, Earl Hebner, oh, oh shit, somebody just busted some shots out here. Oh, citizens. 
<laughs> my ring app just went off. Oh, loud shots heard. Like, bitch, this is Florida. Niggas get bored and just be like, <laughs> yo, fucking, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Go ahead. Anyway, this nigga's starting to kick in a little bit. You know? um, yo, bro, Rumble, right? Yo, I know you wanted to, like, you know what I mean? Moments and favorite rumbles. I want you to go first, though. Like, what, what? Because there's a lot of rumbles that are, like, fucking amazing. There's a couple that suck, though. I know, but before we get to that, <laughs> there's a couple other things I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, okay. I, we, I hey, you got, do you have the time? <laughs> no, we got time. Look, there's a lot in this cup still. Don't worry. We straight. You're, if I sit down, though, it's a wrap. I'm going to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be out the camera shot. <laughs> Talking from the floor. <laughs> but, uh, I know you heard it. Uh Undertaker calling the locker room soft. <laughs> Yo, these niggas be coming all salty, bro. It'd be making us it be making me look at some of my heroes like bitches. Like nigga, so what? It's different times. You niggas was in the locker room sniffing coke, smoking weed, drinking liquor. Playing cards, probably fucking bitches. I mean, you were fucking bitches. You know that Jake the Snake and Rick Root story where he got a head from the bitch and then he made the bitch go kiss Rick Root? Yeah. That would do that type of shit in the locker room. Fuck are you talking about? I will shoot you! Fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no. Let these niggas play video games and be nerds and have orgies with fucking divas. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Wow. Y'all must have forgot. But not me. <laughs> Let these niggas chill, B. Let them do what they be doing. They getting money. They getting paid to play video games online. They're being, they going to Comic-Con and doing all this shit. You know what they're not doing? They're not overdosing. They're not dying. They're not getting arrested. You know what I mean? Leave these niggas alone, bro. It's a different time. Um, It's a different time, bro. Leave these niggas no, alone. Definitely. It's definitely a different time. Uh. And it just it kind of it's kind of weird how like he comes out and says this after retirement. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I, yo, listen, not gonna take anything away from him. He's a legend in his own right within pro wrestling. But at the same time, and Bobby Lashley said he's like, you know, I kind of agree with Undertaker. You know, some of these guys here are, you know, like he said, a little soft, but then then comes around the dude who does play those video games, but then you get in the ring with him, you're like, oh, okay. You know, this dude, this dude is, he's old school. You know, and that's what we see. And I think that's what a lot of people like within the Hurt Business as well, is that they keep it that old school mentality where they're just going to beat your ass down. And if they don't like you, they don't like you. And they're going to show it through their actions. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were asking him about Matt Riddle. And then they're like, yo, you know, he has cage experience and all that. You know, I think that would be a great fight. And he's, eh, he's still a little dude. He's like, don't, he's like, yo, listen, don't compare me to nobody. Don't say I'm going to have a good match with somebody. He's like, I'm a different animal when, when I'm in that cage. He's like, I'm a, he's like, look at me. He's like, I feel that nobody could beat me up. He's like, I feel I'm that dude within the system. He's like, yeah, I am the U.S. champ, but I'm that dude. And that right there just, 
the confidence in the way he's talking and he's talking about he's like yo you know guys guys from my era we was wearing suits through the airport he's like I, he's like i look feel and smell like a million dollars and i'm look and i'm thinking and i'm like yo how great would it be if a guy like that won the rumble because he's not your natural big man he's not just gonna stand in there stiff and just you know close lines and and body slams He's 6'5", 270, some shit. The nigga's a monster. And he does leapfrogs and he could jump over the top rope and he can do springboard shit if he wanted to. And he can take you down and tap you the fuck out. As far as combat, there's not a lot of people fucking with him. He's legit. He's been legit since Army when he was Army wrestling champion. That nigga is legit. He is a different... That nigga's a different breed. But listening to the way he was talking and it just went off in my head like look at the way he's been booked since he's a u.s title like little by little he's become more and more untouchable he hasn't taken an l in how long wow in a while he hasn't been pinned in how long he hasn't even like the only else the only else he's been taking disqualification Right. right he hasn't been pinned in months and he be making niggas look fucked and listen he took a move, a common old school wrestling hold, like the full Nelson. He made it something. Makes it look like he's going to pull your fucking arms out of your socket. Like he's a beast, my nigga. And that, he's a beast. And, that, and a lot of it, that a lot of that is lost art too. Because you know, a lot of the stuff is is now, everything is about, not, not only like the pageantry, but just everything's a show. You know what I'm saying? Like, the moves that you do, everything has to be like glitz and glamour. Nobody does like the nitty gritty shit as much anymore. Like you just said, the move, a, a full Nelson used to be a finisher, a sleeper yep. hold, used million dollar dream. Nigga, a slingshot suplex used to be a finisher. <laughs> Shout out to Tully Blanchard, you know what I'm saying? You know what like, I mean? it, it's just, I, I feel like you always need that great balance of old and new vets and rookies not even only rookies but like you know that middle tier between rookie and vet i mean it it works for any type of business any type of sport if you look at it within basketball baseball football uh hockey anywhere they always need that balance because with the vets you keep that you know you, you keep that uh that mind state of, yo, you have to show out. You have to respect yourself. Not only respect yourself, but the business that you're in. Right. You know, and I... And that's, I feel like people are overhyping the the uh, issue between them and Cedric. Nigga, Cedric's young. And this is this is a good... This is a good... A good twist in the storyline. Because, like, it's easy to have them all four get along and dominate. That's easy to write. It's, it's more of a challenge to have them have an issue and have them have to talk to him and explain to him why he fucked up and why he's young and acting up like there's no reason for you to be going at Shelton there's no reason for you to be going you see he don't try that shit with Bobby Lashley though Bobby Lashley smacked the shit out that little nigga he do not be acting up Bobby Lashley look at that nigga he sit down like right, I'm good I'm not gonna fuck around don't hit me uh, Uncle Bobby Wilding right now no me la, no me la galletazo, por favor, please. <laughs> on some shit like and it's it works because i feel like they're gonna get through it and at the end of this storyline 
Cedric is going to benefit so much. You know what I mean? Um, Shelton Benjamin, too. Like, he's being it, he's getting mic time. And that's he's another always, always solid in the ring. Yeah, like he's been solid for years and years. And, and he's another nigga that people don't realize how big he is, bro. Bro, that nigga's big, son. That nigga's a big dude. Because his, like, he had a little torso and his fucking arms and legs are like this, like a spider monkey. Like, but the nigga's a big dude, B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And next to then it's like, none of them are really small. I mean, Cedric is slim. But he's not little either. And then MVP is about what? He's a good 6'2", 230, 240. Like, them niggas ain't little, bro. Yeah, I feel like... Change. Right. I feel like the way that Bobby's been booked and the little issues on the side, I think what's going to happen, like, he's going to be the ones to mediate it, get it taken care of. And they're going to turn around and help him possibly win the Royal Rumble. You know what I'm saying? They sacrifice themselves. They hold them down all the way to the end. Like, Nexus did with CM Punk, or they tried to do that one year. Yo, that was an ill part of that Rumble. Everybody that came in, them niggas threw them out. I think they threw out, like, nine or ten niggas between the five of them, or the six of them, whatever. Like, it was dope that they did that. And they was then they started sacrificing themselves for this, for Punk, until he was at the end, and he ended up getting tossed. Like, I can see them doing that and putting him in a spot so maybe he's one of the last four. Yeah. And niggas, mm-hmm. niggas know if, you want the, if you're one of those last four, you're probably going to have a good year that year, bro. Maybe later on down the line, you'll get a title shot. Later on down the line, you might get a title win. You know, the beginning part of the year is going to be obviously for whoever wins that rumble. But if you're one of those last four niggas, you're one of the niggas that they're looking to kind of do something with that year. And I, it could be a, a surprise win for Bobby to win and to, Challenge for surprise wins too, or 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 he wins and says, Fuck it, I want I want to go after Roman Reigns. You're the big dog, let's see, let's see, tribal chief. Like, have we seen them go at it? I don't, I can't in my mind, they probably have, but I can't even think of, I can't, yeah, I can't think of like one per specific match or anything like on a roll, like that. But this Bobby Lashley, not the Leo Rush Bobby Lashley, not. The fucking Lana Bobby Lashley. This Bobby Lashley, kind of like what Roman said when he faced Drew, this is not the same Drew. This is not the same Bobby Lashley. So, like, nigga, you can't... Nigga, Bobby versus Roman for the title with Lashley still being U.S. champ after winning the Rumble? Shit. Book me, nigga. I'm saying, watch that motherfucker. Let's go. Put it on. (laughs) Word, bro. Uh, Another topic. Really quickly, don't want to spend too much time on this because uh, we still gotta, you know, do our picks for the rumble and everything. Right. Uh, talking about salty figures that used to wrestle. Oh. Right oh back. Oh my god! What you gonna say? <laughs> so, um, Ryback responded to a tweet, and it was a tweet by WWE on Fox. It wasn't even WWE. It wasn't like you know, whatever. He said, and you know, the tweet was, "Who is the best superstar to never win?" You know, the title. Kyle Hall, but whatever. <laughs> Mr. Perfect. This is a tie. One eight one for me. I feel you. Ooh, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> uh that that's just me. It's perfect. But um 
Ryback responds to it, even though there was a lot of people in the comments that said his name. Because, you know, all, all bullshit aside, he was very... He had, a run. he had a fucking run. Niggas cannot... He had a run. And he... Me more chant was the shit. Yeah, bro. He had a run. He got super hurt and came back again and had another run still after that. Like, can't take it away from him, bro. He got yeah. himself over... And despite them not wanting the nigga to get over, apparently, according to him, but I don't know, bro. He well, reminds me of a lot. According to a lot of you know ex WWE uh, superstars, they didn't want them to get over, it, whether it be him, Rusev, whoever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he says wrestling is fake, guys. The championships are props to market their en- their entertainers as champions. Cool. One thing. X, current, whatever. The one word these motherfuckers don't use is fake. Fake. Right? Because at the end of the day, what happened to Draz is not fake. Um, Nigga, what happened to a lot of niggas? What happened to Owen Hart wasn't Owen fucking... Hart. Eat a dick. What happened to Edge, who, who was able to make a comeback, or Daniel Bryan, who miraculously also was able to make a comeback, but nigga, career-ending... Possibly career-ending injuries or yeah. possibly death in the ring. Like, fuck is you talking about? And that nigga's been hurt in the ring, shattered his ankle in the fucking ring. So yeah. I don't understand. They fake, yeah. nigga. What's wrong with you? Even Rusev, when he, when, he, when he messed up his ankle, when he was doing everything. Right. But this is... This. Ever for, which is... I don't know if you know that. Huh? He said he'll never work with Pac ever again. Because he says Pac broke his ankle on purpose because he was barefoot. You know that? I didn't know that. That's out of Rusev's mouth. You can look that shit up. I'll never work with him again. He broke my ankle on purpose. He said that shit. Wow. Go side. Go peep. Go check that out. Yeah. Go, wow. go look up. That's I'm interesting. Look that up. I have to look that one up. But um, yeah, you know, Ryback since he's left, he's said <clears throat> numerous things about Vince McMahon, the business, everything, to the point where, like, you know. Like we said earlier, it makes you look salty. It makes you look like, you know, like, how can you be that salty? Like, you made a name for yourself. You made all that money. And for a lot of these people, if it wasn't being in front of that camera, what would they be doing? Not only that, bro, he legally goes by the name Ryback now. Yeah, he, he went to like Ultimate Warrior did that. Right. I, he's one of those dudes, bro. He's a, and may he rest in peace. He's a ultimate warrior, Jim Cornette, Vince Russo type of like crazy and this hate and these fucking theories and this shit that they put out. And it's like, right back be like, Vince McMahon's the biggest piece of shit on the face of the planet Earth. But then turns around and be like, if it wasn't for wrestling, I wouldn't have this platform. Nigga. You sucking your own dick right now. Stop shooting roids in your fucking head because they're affecting your brain. You're retarded. My bad. Right. You're not retarded. You're a fucking idiot. There you go. We can still say that. Like, what is wrong? Like, come on, son. Didn't he say... I don't even know the whole thing he got into with Mark Henry. Well, I just heard... No, but Mark Henry's answered back to, like, that statement of his. saying right. okay. fake. So kind of, like, went in on him. You know, I, I, I can't remember exactly what Mark Henry said. I don't want to, like, you know, reword it or whatever. But he went in on him, you know. And it's saying that, you know, he's disrespecting the boys by calling it fake. 
Definitely. In all actuality, right? So right back comes back talking about how Cena want to work with uh, Mark Henry because Mark Henry was quote unquote known as the shit, meaning he he can't go in the ring at homie whack, right? And yeah. that before their match at Mania or a show, that Mark Henry was sleeping, and then a agent came up to him and said, "Oh, great, great, have a great time working with this guy. Look, look at him." Meaning that he was sleeping. Mark Henry's like, yo, I was known. Mark Mark can't even say he's like, I was known to take naps. Vince will always have somebody come look for me because he knows like before I go to the ring, I need to calm myself down and take a nap. And if Mark Henry was a shit, why would he have a world title run? If Mark Henry was- Mark Henry put right back over at WrestleMania. Exactly. Right? Yeah, right back won that match. Yeah, he couldn't even fucking lift him. Remember that shit? And we were, we were watching it. Yo, we were like, look at this. He can't even pick him up. Look at him. Mark Henry was not sandbagging him either because you can tell when someone is doing that. Yeah. You can see it. Like, he wasn't. He nigga pushed, pushed up with his legs and the motherfucker couldn't get him up. Come on, right back, nigga. That's those, that's those roid muscles, my nigga. This nigga taking too much of that shit. The shit's put- in his dome. It's got to the point where, like, even right back says, like, he'll, he'll peel the skin off of him. Saying that he'll fuck him up. And I think Mark Henry's taking that serious. Like, yo, like, I'll hurt you. You know? And I, listen, bro. I don't care how old Mark Henry is. I'm not picking a fight with homie, bro. Yo, Mark Henry is legit one of the top five strongest human beings alive on the fucking planet. This nigga bends frying pans with one hand. Right back, suck dick. You're not doing shit. If you can bend a fork with one hand, you roid infested fuck nigga, I'll fucking donate a dollar to your favorite <laughs> charity, I la 50 cent, you bitch. Do Yo. not take up no beef with my nigga Mark Henry, you heard? Somebody <laughs> gonna get their ass kicked. <laughs> you sounded like Jim Cornette right there, bro. <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> you did your best Jim Cornette right there, B. Words. Fuck out of here. Ryback is wild and he can yeah, tell you shit yeah. runs to his neck. But Booker T pointed out one thing where he kind of sided with both with both sides of the situation. Because now, you know, that you know, Ryback is talking about that he wants to uh sue both Mark Henry and WWE for defamation and all this other stuff. Cause Mark Henry even went to the to the extreme and said, you know, I, I really hope AEW doesn't hire this dude. I'm hearing the rumors, I'm looking at the and, and all this other stuff. And I really hope that's not true because this is not the the guy that you want in the locker room. Whatever. So it's like, you know, defamation of character by him saying that, supposedly. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> but Booker T is like, it seems like Mark Henry had a problem with Ryback saying it was fake. But when Ronda Rousey said it was fake, he seemed okay with it. He gave, he gave like a basically more like he gave a more fucking uh what's that what's the word um his answer was very generic and bland to what she said to that he didn't have so much passion behind it no he didn't have much passion behind it and he even said that it's probably worked into an angle for her to come back it's been i think almost a year since she said that shit and we haven't yeah. seen i'm 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 keep it real we don't need her she can stay wherever the fuck she at but yeah. that's just my <laughs> no, I definitely understand that, but I just think that it's it's a different situation. This this had to be like real personal, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they just never had the best of 
best of of a working relationship. It could be. Instance. It could go all. It could go back all the way to that fucking mania match. Maybe it's it since then to too. It could go back to that too. But I say that to say this: Ryback, relax yourself, because Mark Henry will beat that ass. Somebody gonna get their ass kicked. Somebody gonna yeah. get the wig split. Get <laughs> fucking world's strongest slammed out this bitch. Don't play yourself. Words. Shout out to Three Six Mafia. Words, honey. Word up. So we have the Rumble this one uh, Wednesday. You hear me? And <laughs> this Sunday. <laughs> Uh, and I'm you know I'm going through the rumbles right. Going back to your question earlier when you said what was like my favorite moment, and I think this is a lost moment. These two these two moments I think they're lost in in history. Maybe because they were they were over twenty years ago. You know what I'm saying? But one of my favorite matches and moments in the Royal Rumble was a tag team title match between the Quebecers and Brett and Owen. Brett and Owen. We kicked the leg? Yes. Yeah, I kicked your leg out of your leg. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you. I was going, I went to, I went to a birthday party as a kid in my, with my family in the Bronx. You already know how Puerto Ricans are. Yeah, the niggas had that, they had that shit under the room for the kids. And I was so tight when this nigga kicked Bret Hart, I walked the fuck out of the room. And I was like, I ain't watching this shit no more. Fuck this. I was pissed off. That shit hurt me in the feels, goddamn. Yes, that's that's a... Then the Quebecers beat them for the titles, too, on top of that. No, no it's not even that. The Quebecers were the tag were the tag team champions. Oh, they were the champions. Right, right, that's right. The ref stopped it because Bret couldn't go on because his knee was hurt during the match. Remember, they, they hurt the knee on the outside, you know, hitting it. Hitting it with the cane that um Johnny Polo, Johnny Polo, had. you know what I'm saying? Shout to but, um, the reason why I love that moment because right there was the separation for Owen. It was to make him an individual now, and from that January all the way to all the way to uh Mania of that year, WrestleMania 10, it was just amazing programs by by them too, and it led all the way to SummerSlam. To where they had the cage match for the championship, and you know what I'm saying. So it's just, it it just really set the tone for one of my favorite Mania matches of all time, which was that opening at WrestleMania 10 between Bret and Owen. Brett and Owen. Nobody has seen it, or maybe you know you weren't watching wrestling at all at that moment. Please go back to that match. That match not only is a clinic, but everything. I think it was one of the matches for me personally that I found. I know I was talking shit about Brett earlier, but like I said, I, I will never take anything away from him in ring. And yo, Owen is just so fucking good. Yes. And so I feel like he does not get his just due. I mean, that has a lot to do with the fact that he's not mentioned a lot and they don't they can't do anything on TV with him because of the whole thing with his wife and all that. And that's all right, we get that shit. But that match, honestly, I, for real, probably. My first, like, that after it was done, <laughs> after over one, I'm sitting there like, I'm like, damn, son. This nigga just beat Bret Hart. He's not going to win the title now. Yep. I said, it's over. He took away all his momentum. Like, holy <laughs> shit, Owen won. Like, I, I kept saying the rest. I'm like, yo, I can't believe Owen won. It's like five matches. 
Crush is hanging from the shit by Macho Man, hanging him in the back of the fucking Madison Square Garden. I'm still talking about Owen fucking one. Exactly. That's how good that match was. You didn't pay attention to anything else until the ladder match came. I mean, it was also it was a pretty whack WrestleMania nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was only two good matches. It, it was a four match WrestleMania, like three matches. Uh, yeah. I mean, shout, yeah. shout out the men on the mission. They didn't win the title. Down. <laughs> Rest in peace, Big Viz. But holy Fair shit, enough. man on the mission, yo. All right, yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's a good that's a good world. So, yeah, give moment. me a you know what? Give me a favorite throwback moment. We're gonna talk some throwback moments right now. Ooh. Your favorite throwback moment. Um my favorite one. All right, I think it's 99 when Austin came in at number two. And they beat him up and took drag, drug him under the ropes and took him out of the arena and put him in the ambulance and so, and the nigga comes back and whips everyone's ass and still wins that shit. I don't know I not, if that was ninety nine because ninety nine was won by Vince McMahon. So then it was it was nine it was ninety eight or it was it was two thousand. I, I think it was nine. No, it might have been ninety eight. It might have been because he won ninety seven, ninety eight, and two thousand and one. Right, so it might have been it might have been ninety eight because I know ninety nine it, it was him and Vince that came in one and two and they they ended up eliminating him yeah. but yeah it was the year that they drug him out from under the fucking bottom rope and took him all the way to the back and he came back on, damn near all the way at the end eliminated the last couple of niggas and won that shit and we already know how we were stone cold niggas yeah. it was, as a matter of fact is he eliminated the Rock to win that shit. That was 98. It was like, yo, I can't believe this motherfucker came back in one, son. Like, what? 98, bro. That's one of my favorite throwback moments. That one, and um, you know what else, bro? I know a lot of people talk about it, but I watched it live, so it stuck out. Diesel dominating yes. and eliminating eight like, or nine niggas. Yeah. Bro. They were going after after the third or fourth people. The people were going fucking crazy for him, and it was like he was still a heel mm-hmm. at that time. And that shit catapulted that motherfucker to his baby face, catapulted him to his title run. Like that was the moment that made him. You know what I mean? At the time, so that's one of my favorite throwback moments too. And the Royal Rumble is like this special event where either you could you could insert it to a certain superstar that just needs that little bit to get him over, or you could just reset somebody's whole fucking career. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Look at Edge. Edge. Look at Edge. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Word? Shinsuke. Shinsuke fucking Nakamura. What the fuck? You know what, you know what I'm saying? saying? You could you you revamp a person's career with that match, man. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, Another, just, just before we get off the throwback... <laughs> Another uh, throwback moment that I really like, because you know I'm I'm a big Macho Man fan. Yes, sir. When him and Yokozuna were the last two, and he drops the elbow on Yokozuna and pins him, <laughs> and Yokozuna does the fucking the press kick out. Yo, he press kick out throws him over the rope. <laughs> over the top rope. Yo, give it to yo. Yo, let me tell you, and niggas, niggas, yo, do you know how hard that is, bro? The timing you got to do? Yes, it requires a lot of strength on Yoko's part, but nigga, 
Macho Man's not a little nigga to jump and fucking bounce himself off the fucking exactly. rope and flip out. That's how good Macho was, bro. Like, Macho and Yokozuna was just a nigga in another class, bro. I know, but the crowd. This, I think this is this this attests to how good Macho Man is as a face or a heel. The yes. crowd. It's ninety three, bro. It's ninety three. It's a year, about a year removed from his second world title run, right? You know I mean? Where it was just he was just a transitional champion at the moment, and they could have easily put him in the main event of WrestleMania nine against Bret Hart, and that would have been bonkers for WrestleMania nine. Yes, it would. If you know the crowd was going crazy wanting him to win, you know. And then I look at that, and then I look at uh, a mania a little earlier. The mania from the year before, 92, the one where Ric Flair won. But right. there was a moment in that match when there was the last three. It was Sid, Hogan, and Flair. Sid throws out Hogan. The crowd went ape shit, right? Then Hogan helps Sid hold, hold Sid's arm, right. And helps him get eliminated, eliminated. Right. And they boot it. People were booing Hogan. Deep down inside, Hogan was always a fucking heel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The raking of the back, the raking of the eyes. The throwing salt, stealing Mr. Fuji's salt and throwing it. You're a scumbag. Scumbag. He's a fucking scumbag. And you, know, yeah, you know what's crazy about Macho Man that year from the Royal Rumble, though, that he was the, one of the last niggas? The next year, he's in WCW, and six months after being there, he's the fucking world champ. <laughs> Yo, wrestling is crazy, son. Crazy. Wrestling is crazy, son. But uh, yo, what's your favorite moment, like, of current time? What's your favorite current match or moment? Just anything, like from the Rumble. I have a favorite moment, but I want to hear yours. All right, uh, from I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name this match because this is a match that. I feel it doesn't get as much acclaim. I really don't know why. Maybe because of the people involved in the match. But Are you gonna name that triple threat? Fuck yeah! The twenty, <laughs> dude, with Brock, Seth Brock Rollins, Cena, and Seth Rollins. That fucking match is incredible, I'm, my yo, boy. Everything yes, sense in that match, from yeah, man. Brock overpowering everybody to Seth. Using little little windows of opportunity to to make the match go his favor, and then the way he wins, you know what I'm Yo, saying? That was that was the fucking that was his tryout to see if Brock would work with him. And yeah. yo, three months later, <laughs> the heist of the century. You know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah that match is fucking no, um, you know what else is that, no 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 that wasn't the heist the heist of the century was 2014 2015 he was already yeah he was already right right, right, right. you're right right, right. fucking um my favorite moment i'm biased because i was there bro and when aj came when aj i was there i was in the crowd roman came out first rusev came out second he threw rusev out Yep. Fucking waiting, crowds booing him like a motherfucker. And then the, the, you hear the organs. And you ain't and even know who it was until you see Phenomenal. Screen. Right. I'm looking at the screen and the lettering. You hear people already cheering because the, the lettering, 
this, the old school lettering he used to have on his TNA tights, like that stencil calligraphy type shit. So yeah. I'm like, I'm looking at it, and I'm reading it. I'm like, I am. When I see Phenomenal, I jump out of my fucking seat, <laughs> and I grab A-Rock, bitch ass. And I'm like, it's fucking AJ Styles. And he's like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, you suck dick. And I go back, <laughs> and I'm like, it's fucking AJ Styles. And a nigga comes out, and I lost my shit, bro. That place imagine, went bro. fucking insane. And it's crazy to just watch the shit, the documentary they did on him. And he was like, I don't think the people are going to know who I am. Like, nigga, you spent 10 years in Orlando down the block. These people know who the it's fuck you are. It's, yo, once you're out of the country for, for that long as he was. And I got to correct myself really quickly. It was Brock Lesnar that walked into that into that maniac champion. I forgot. I mean, um, into... Uh, that Royal Rumble as champ. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. But just everything hit so well, bro, in that match. Yeah. Like you were saying with... Uh, with AJ Styles, he he was just so man. What's the word I'm looking for, bro? Nigga's smart, bro. He understands the value of out of sight, out of mind. You yeah, know what I mean, he was not in America. He spent three years or two years in Japan, like pretty much exclusively. If you're not watching New Japan, you're not seeing him, right? Yeah. But wrestling fans are so crazy. We will follow a nigga to another company. Of course. Like, of course. I don't fuck with anybody there, but I want to see my man's right here do his thing. Do that. That he took his TNA audience, certain people with him over there. And then when he came back and he was going around doing Ring of Honor, doing House of Glory, like, what the fuck? This is AJ Styles, nigga, in House of Glory. The fucking roof came off that goddamn place. And it, that roof came off. That roof came off the place that night when that motherfucking music hit. Crazy, like you ever you ever thought about you ever thought about it? AJ Styles at Al Mazura. That's crazy to me, bro. <laughs> That's bugged out. He Yo, you were of right though. It's not in that club. Fuck you, mean. <laughs> you were right. Uh, 2015 was the heist of the century. It all tied in. It was, right. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. That that was the, that was like the his like fucking. His live audition, you know what I mean? Seth's live audition was that match. And nigga, he showed out. But yeah. bro, like, the AJ thing, like, yo, I'm, I, and I've been to a mad events, bro. You know what I mean? I've been to mad house shows. I've been to indie shows. Like, I've heard some loud pops before. Yeah, That pop was crazy, bro. Crazy. I was, I'm like, yo, when we were leaving, I was like, that might have been the loudest I've ever heard an audience. And, and I've been in the garden for Stone Cold and The Rock against fucking Triple H, X-Pac, Road Dog, and fucking Badass Billy Gunn. And Stone Cold wasn't even supposed to be there. And he came out to save The Rock. That fucking building shook. I swear to God. Yeah. Word of my mother, there was an earthquake at MSG that mm-hmm. night. August 1999 or some shit or I 2000. Think, I think one of the loudest pops I've heard I've ever heard, bro. Was oh, I know what you're gonna say. Ugly back after SummerSlam. Yo, what about Arkley Stone Cold at the 25 year anniversary? Oh of my God, that was another insane night. I just watched the live a live camera view of that of when he came out, bro. The person's holding the camera and he's high up. And when I tell you his the shit's going like this yeah. for like five minutes, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? He cannot focus the camera for shit. When you hear the people. And yo, they wouldn't shut up. No. Like, it was crazy, bro. But then when it's with him too, though, he don't come out a lot. You know what I mean? So it's different. It's a party. 
it's a party. Like when he comes, when he comes through, niggas is like, ah, 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 someone's getting stunned, someone's getting hit with beer, uh, redneck power. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you Yo, as I was going through the rumbles, right, I stumbled upon 2006. Mm. <laughs> I'm watching 2006, and it's like towards the end already. That like the mid 20s with the numbers, right? And I look at who's in the ring. Check, check out this collective that's in the ring during the uh, the final stretch of that rumble. You have Trevor Murdoch, Joey Mercury, Chris Masters. Super Crazy, Orlando Jordan, Eugene, Viscera, Shelton Benjamin with his mom. That's nasty. Hey, yo, that's like that's like the E and the F squad. <laughs> yo, the, like, those are the niggas that put up the ring and they oh they do first match. I'm like, yo, and then in, in the mix of them, you have you know Shawn Michaels, Triple H. Uh, Rob Van Dam, uh, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, no, Batista, uh, Matt Hardy. At that moment, though, no, Matt Hardy, and I'm like, and uh, Ray Mysterio, and I'm like, this looks crazy. Like, this Weird. looks like I, I'm that like, I, don't belong here, B. Yo, yo, what's like, wrong with you? Super crazy Mexicals, really? Where you was it's out like, here. It's like nigga, nigga got a pair of Jordans on, a pair of Jordans with a fucking old navy top. Like, what are you doing? Go home, son. You look crazy out here, son. What is you doing, son? It was just you weird. got a Gucci belt and a Hanes fucking hoodie. Like, you wilding. Your shit is is disproportionated over here. You fucking up bad. It was weird, it was but the ending was great with uh, Rey Mysterio winning and the way he won, the way like he was gonna get thrown out by Orton. And he and just flipped, flipped it into the head scissors. Oh, that was that was dope. That was dope. That Yo, was right there. What about? So we had the planned double elimination with Lex and Bret Hart, right, to lead to the 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 matches at Mania because of honestly because of a thin roster and Vince didn't have nobody else he can put in those spots, so he had to think of something. And who who thought of that finish? Pat motherfucking Patterson thought of that finish. Yeah. Um, now. Yeah. Now move forward to 2008 when Batista and Cena go over at the same time and they was not supposed to go over at the same time and Vince loses his fucking mind walks power walks down to the ring on his fucking right legs nigga slides into the ring he don't even climb up and get into the room no he slides into the ring and tears both his fucking quads. Now that nigga sitting there like Eddie Murphy and coming to America. I ain't got no legs. Fuck are you doing sitting in the middle of the ring? Nigga, get up. <laughs> that is a crazy ass moment. Niggas restarted the whole rumble between two niggas. Had to drag Vince the fuck out. Nigga try to walk back. He couldn't. Had to carry the nigga back. And then Batista wins the shit. Who that, that was the plan all along. And I'm sitting. I remember watching it and like, damn. Is this planned? Like, what are they trying to like kill time? Or do they need to fill time? I don't want to stay. Come to find out years later, nigga tore both his quads sliding into the ring. Like, what the fuck is that? How how freak of an accident is that shit? Like, that's crazy, bro. That is crazy. That is a crazy moment right there, son. The rumble, son. 
Rumble. The Rumble has produced some crazy, crazy moments. And I'm going to be honest, bro. I'm trying to see a surprise entrant. And that surprise entrant, I want Curtis Axel. <laughs> it's been 2,195 days since he hasn't been eliminated. Where is his mania match, bro? <laughs> Axel Mania is running wild. <laughs> running wild, my man. Wild. I would be real. I don't think we're gonna get too many surprises, bro. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I doubt we get any type of Jay White. I don't think so. They advertising him for the New Japan shows coming up in April. Yeah. Um. Uh, maybe it's some NXT guys. Maybe this is an opportunity for Damon Priest to debut. For the men, Rhea Ripley for the women. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't I don't see really too many big names, big surprises coming in. I don't. Maybe Joe. Um, everybody talking about CM Punk, but they say that shit every year. That's not going to happen. He's done. Like, niggas yeah, stop. Done. It's over. Um, I don't know, B. Like, they got a good... They got enough motherfuckers right now on that roster. Enough quality people that can win this room they got about five people maybe on smackdown that can win it and on raw maybe like three or four that would make sense you know unless they're going to do a real surprise I, I keep hearing that they're trying to repackage alistair black and this might be an opportunity for him too to make some noise like yeah like i, I also heard you know they're trying to like settle you know all all that all that smoke that's between the relationship of the company and Alistair Black, you know, because of Zelina Vega being fired and everything. Right. Like that. So they're just trying to make sure the water's under the bridge before bringing them back, I guess, you know? Right. Um, who are, who do you see winning the men's and the women's match? Um, I'm going to be real. I haven't put a lot of thought into the women's match yet because they're just kind of starting to build it, I mm -hmm. guess, in a way. I haven't really paid attention to the build to the women's match. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, the men's match, though, there's a couple people, man, that that makes sense. Like, you know, you have the obvious choices, which are Daniel Bryan, Nakamura with the gauntlet win and the momentum is guy him and his baby face turn. He got the people behind him real quick. Um, that just goes to show you how much we wanted him to be a baby face. Like, wasting a nigga being a heel for like two, three years and. Didn't do shit for him. Like, um, Big E, you know, is another one from the SmackDown side. He's leaving, even though we haven't seen him on TV, but it doesn't matter. He could be, you know, just gearing up for the Rumble, you know what I mean? Um, there's a couple of surprises, too. Like, I'm going to put Kevin Owens' name in there. Okay. Seth Rollins probably is another person that could be a surprise. And then you can't count out none of these part-timers, bro. You cannot count out Brock Lesnar. You cannot count out Goldberg as another possible person. Like, we already, we talked about the scenario of fucking uh, Goldberg uh, getting squashed by Drew. The, they fucking do the world title match. First or second, he squashes Goldberg. All right, I'm done with the nigga. And the motherfucker ends up coming out number 30. This is why I think that number 30 shit is some... Now, announcing one and two for the women's match, all right, that's cool. That don't mean nothing. One or two don't mean shit. It don't really get going until you get into the teens and 20s. That's when I've, I don't know if you heard any of the how niggas do the rumble shit. Like, when you start getting into the higher numbers, it's like, all right, you got this amount of time. Get in, get the fuck out, and hurry up because we got to get this person in and they got to, they got to have, they have this amount of time in. Like, first and second is easy. Like, 30, though, I don't believe it. I don't believe whoever they say is not going to be the person that comes in 30. The niggas going to get beat up, jumped, stabbed, shot, power bombed through a table, 
and someone is t- taking whoever spot that is on some shit. I think them putting it at 30 is like to distract somebody. They might have someone come in and win from one. You know what I mean? There's a lot that's of the shit. There's been a right. lot. That's, that's the shit. So there's a couple of Those are the people I, that, you know, I, I think couldn't possibly win it. Who I want to see win it, honestly, honestly, honestly. It's too soon for, for Biggie. It's too soon for Keith Lee, my opinion, right now. Yes. Biggie just got that icy title. He needs to keep winning and building that. He got a nice little feud going on with Apollo. I like what they're doing with that, too. He's another, another dark horse dude that can make some noise. I want Brian to win, bro. I want Brian to win. I want, I want him to have a nice, good, solid run to end his career. I want him to go into Mania, you know, against Roman. If they give him a moment, all right, I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? He's healthy. Maybe he can get it. Maybe he gets another run a couple months with the title. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they do something like, you know, something for your career type match later on down the line so he can retire with his fucking head high. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, I-, I want Brian to win, bro. I want it to be Daniel Bryan on some shit. And I'm pulling for Brian. So gotcha. for real, for real. There's a lot of people that can, that can take it that wouldn't surprise me, though, unless... You know, WWE, man, sometimes the last couple of Rumbles had the winners. We've been like, I, whew, thank you. Don't fuck it up. We also Keep had, I mean, and we also had a couple that, you know, really pissed a lot of people off. You know what I'm saying? Batista in 24 in 2015, Roman in 20, no, Batista in 2014, Roman in 2015. Like, and imagine if there was the other way around, because to be honest, what a difference a year makes. You know, Roman gets thrown out by Batista after everybody was cheering for him, and then they boo and Batista win. Roman wins the next year, they boo it like crazy. They booed him and the rock out of the fucking building. That's how you know Philly crowds are rough. <laughs> um, well, for me, I would love to see Daniel Bryan win because uh, like I said in episodes prior, he is the best foil, I think, for Roman at the moment. And to the point where he could give Roman that big, big win, like that stamp. You know what I'm saying? Even though Roman don't need no stamp of approval, he he's already proven. But just getting that big win, and then that could be a chip off Daniel Bryan's shoulder that they could they could actually build off of. Because last time they faced each other in a match with meaning was that 2015 Fastlane match, right. and Roman Daniel won. Bryan. Right. Yeah, exactly. So this this could tie into the story going into Mania and after Mania, where Daniel Bryan is is trying his hardest to reach that point where he can beat Roman. Right. You know what I'm saying that's a story to tell right there. And then through the summer, hey, maybe Daniel Bryan gets the championship. Not at Mania. Maybe later on in the year, right. and he can be that transitional champion like Macho Man was, to where whoever beats him for the title is going to be made. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be made and put on a different level to where they, their their star power could come out. Right. Uh, and that, yo, that's that's the advantage, yo, with SmackDown, bro. Like, they have... The way that they just are building their storylines and building their talent, it's fucking completely different from Raw. And it drives me insane. I'm like, how could one show have all these niggas and not know what to do with them? And then you look at this show, and yo, they use everybody. The lead, you know, I hate fucking Otis. <laughs> Chad Gable is getting Otis over like crazy. 
Yeah. Chad Gable's really good, son. Like, yeah. give this man his props. And then the three of them, when Brian is with them, the fucking nerd brigade, it's the funniest <laughs> shit. I love it. And I hate Otis. Let's keep it real. You know this. Yes, yes. But you love him when he's with them, too. I love him when he's with them, too, because he's minimized. Shh, just be big and oop. And you're fine. Just grunt, be a caveman, go squat somebody. Oh, yeah. Sandwich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And shut the fuck up. Have another oh, day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to rub my titty on it. That's what, he rem- that's what he reminds me of. That's what he reminds me of, you fat bastard. Anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But, yeah, be like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, the way that they built, there's so many people that can be a legitimate challenge. So many people just off rip right now. You have three niggas taking Brian out of that equation. They you got oh, you got Owens, Briggy, Nakamura. Off I don't rip. know about Owens because Owens is, is going to get his third title match in in two months against Reigns. So like he he's after this after this match, which is okay because I think this right here is like a like a, a safety net for the for for the pay per view. Where all right, we could we could do Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns again because it's been that good, you know what I'm saying? But after but what, this, what what does Owens get at the back end of this? That's what I'm. That's my thing. Like I feel. What, I feel what are you doing him after this? Later, it has to come later. You know what I'm saying? If he how about this? How about how about this? Win, how about this? He has to switch brands. He can't stay on right. that brand. He has to switch brands then. And then we hope maybe we get a Drew McIntyre Kevin Owens match. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But like, what I, if he loses? But then he 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 fucking. What if what if he loses? And then he's like number one in the Rumble, and t- runs that shit all the way to the end, and whoever that number thirty person is, ends up being Jimmy Uso, <laughs> and they fuck Kevin Owens over again. You know what I'm saying? Oh my WWE, God. WWE, WWE blue thinking. And then this is my this is why I say that number thirty match? shit is some, <laughs> that number 30, that number thirty shit is some funny shit, bro. Yeah, I don't, I'm not believing shit, what they're doing. With I'll be honest, I would not be happy with a part timer winning. I mean, look, nah, Edge. Look, listen, what they did with Edge last year was great. You know, because they let them, they left them there as the final three with Roman and Drew and have Roman eliminate him, which I thought was great. But maybe and he ate a spear from from yes. from Edge too. Maybe what they're thinking instead of doing Goldberg Reigns, spear versus spear, they have it with Edge. I wouldn't want that. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't I feel yeah. like Edge is at a point in his career where he doesn't need a major win like that. He could just have the storyline feuds, like what he was doing with Orton, and make it big without any title. Don't get it twisted. I would like to see Roman versus Edge in a match, though. But yeah. it don't got to be for the title. And it doesn't have to be because he, he won the Royal Rumble. He wins the Rumble, right. And Edge got another... He's another nigga. If he's going to come back and have another... And, and be healthy and have a solid run, he'll. I just feel like he's going to be on Raw for some reason. Bro, there's a lot of people he can work with, bro. There's a lot of niggas get put him in the ring with Riddle, put him in the ring with AJ. AJ owes him a receipt for the separated shoulder. Yes. Put him in the ring with Shelton. I mean, we've seen that. Put him in the ring with Cedric. 
put him in the ring with Bobby Lashley. Like there's a couple of there's a people on there that he can work with that oh, he can help push them. And that's what he's trying to do. Like you did the thing with Orin, all right, that's cool. Now go for the matches that we haven't seen. Seth Rollins and fucking Edge. There's a built-in story there already. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's a lot of things that they can do with him. He doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble. He can be one of the final niggas again like last year. That's fine. But he, he don't got to win. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm. That's what I was getting at. Like having something like that. Right. Um, like I agree with you on the Keith Lee Big, Big E part. Big E, he should uh, solidify himself as an Intercontinental Champion, as that workhorse champion, because that's what that championship was about. Right. Keith Lee is my choice. It's between him and Cesaro, of my choice of having that Diesel spot. Where Ooh, Cesaro got a lot of momentum now, right, bro? You know what I'm saying? Having that deal where they they throw out the most in in the Rumble. Keith Lee had a great showing last year. Uh, Brock made Keith Lee by just that facial expression he put on when Keith Lee came out. Oh, Oh, big boy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And Keith Lee's walking to the ring like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm a big boy. The only person I want to see throw throw out Keith Lee is Bobby Lashley. Mm. And going into that, Bobby Lashley is my dark horse. Nobody, everybody could say that they want Bobby Lashley to win, that they're talking, but nobody's really talking about Lashley actually going to Mania and winning the title. And if Bobby Lashley wins, I want him to face Drew again. I don't want him to face Roman. The reason why I don't want him to face Roman, one, Roman is way too hot right now. He's white hot right now. You can't you can't fuck with that. And if you got Bobby Lashley winning the Rumble, either he automatically turns face and everybody right. behind him, right? Or he could just be the monster that he is, like take it to the level of I want to see a black man hold the WWE championship, not the Universal Championship, the WWE Championship, the one that has all the prestige. I want to see that because when I saw Kofi hold that, that was a different vibe right there. Yeah, man. Bobby Lashley with that around his waist. That that's and- that, that, that's just so it's just a visual that is just it's money but to, just to tie into the fact that he's going into the rumble as a champion already he wins the rumble still with that title mm-hmm. and he don't lose it title he for title gives up. he gives it up no one can beat him so no, he gives title it up title. Right. Title, for title and then after that you give it up that's that and bro he has a built-in cushion support system of niggas that are going to help him throw people out. And, yo, I can see it fucking being Bobby, Cedric, Shelton, MVP, and two or one other nigga, and they all just look at each other, throw one nigga out, throw the other nigga out, and the nigga just hop over the top rope for fucking Bobby. That would get some heat. You know they heat he would get for that? That would be dope. That would be dope. They look at each other. They give each other their little pound, their little shit, and them niggas just right over the top rope one by one and let fucking Bobby win like that. What? That would be sick. The heat would be crazy, bro. The people would fucking lose their minds, and I would love it. What? That's good. 
That's a good idea. <laughs> that is a good Fuck idea. It, That's a fucking money idea right there. Before we, go, before we go, we we talking about Drew. Like he's just gonna run through Goldberg, and Goldberg's not gonna be around. We all know that Goldberg's gonna be around for Mania. Two two scenarios can happen, of course. Drew wins. Goldberg wins. If Goldberg wins. What do you think we have there? I think if Goldberg wins, he doesn't make it to Mania as champion. Okay. I think if Goldberg wins, it's to just satiate his own lust for being fucking a title holder and it's in his contract. And because it makes no fucking sense, honestly, for him to win. It doesn't. Because you're gonna take away momentum from one of the best, the better title holders you've had in a while. A nigga that's got himself over and in these unprecedented times without a crowd to get over as much as he had because yeah. everyone is in agreement that I know in the wrestling community, the niggas that I fuck with, that I talk to online about this shit. Nobody is hating on Drew. Everybody loves the nigga. And the niggas that hate on Drew, I feel like you're fucking corny because what is the point and what is the reason? Please tell me what he doesn't possess for you to hate on him. He can talk. He's six foot seven. He's 285. Then they can do kip-ups. Comes off the top rope, ground wrestle. He can do it all, bro. And he looks like a motherfucking champion. If you hate on him to me, I feel like you're corny on some shit. I think that Drew needs to demolish this nigga, bro. Yep. Squash Demolish man. this nigga. Let him... You come, you bring your ass into the ring. You take your fucking kilt out outside the ring. You get your ass in there. As soon as that bell rings, you run and kick his fucking head off. You know why? Because you know he's going to run at you with a spear off rip. As soon as that bell rings and just catch him with a claymore, bang, and spin that nigga shit all the way the fuck around. Then get up and hit him with another one and hit his ass with another one. Pin him and get the fuck out of there. Go home, collect your check. Goldberg, peace. Try your luck in the rumble. To be honest... This would be a perfect time to try to turn Drew heel. You? I mean, they, you know what it is? They fucked up that introduction because he, he said about him, you know, talking shit about the legends and all that shit when he's never done that. Right. He had just done a promo with with this ass motherfucker. Yeah. And with KKK Kogan. Yeah. That bitch ass nigga. Anyways. He he could just turn that. He could be like, you could get your old ass out the ring now. All right, dad. You know, say some stupid shit like that. I know the Irish accent was way off, but anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he can say go. Scottish I Irish think, shit. But anyways, I think um, he could, he could do I think I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't think they should turn Drew um heel, bro. I think they should keep him babyface. Like if you turn him heel, if you turn him heel. Then some of your better heels that you have on Raw are gonna have to switch right now, and it's like I don't know if it's the time. Maybe after Mania, if he loses the title, if he, you know, what I'm saying there's a lot of scenarios between now and then. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. It's gonna be hard to turn him heel against Goldberg, bro, because like niggas, they ain't niggas not fucking right. him right now. Right, we're not fucking with him right now. Like the whole the initial comeback. And when he showed up and when he beat Brock for the time, when he beat Brock, awesome. When he did in the Royal Rumble, fucking eliminating Brock, awesome. Then you go, you beat Kevin Owens for the title. You beat The Fiend for the title. Now you're going to come back and you're going to beat McIntyre too? 
three of the top fucking top top stars. You can have them lose to a fifty-year-old Goldberg. Can't, bro. And then for Can't. what the fuck happened after that? You beat Kevin Owens, you lose the shit to Brock. You beat the Fiend, you lose to Braun Strowman, who didn't do shit with that title either. Let's not forget that. Nah. And then now you're gonna come, you're gonna beat Drew and do what the fuck and defend it against who the fuck? You're gonna hold that shit all the way to get to Mania and not defend, and it's not gonna be seen. Nah, 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 nah. What I can see is Drew squashing the motherfucker, him, him, Goldberg turning heel, beating up the nigga that's number 30, coming in number 30 and winning. I can see that. I definitely can see it, bro. Like it's almost it's almost so clear that it, it bothers me. I'm like, oh my God, it's so obvious what they're going to do right now. I'm going to act like I don't see this right here. I'm swear to God, I don't see it. I don't. And it's like bro. when you in a club and a bitch in your ear and just talking your fucking ear off, you're like, yo, someone don't pour a drink on this bitch. I swear to God. Yo, dude, awesome real shit though. If Goldberg comes out number 30, I just want somebody to kick him off the apron before he even gets in. He's just eliminated. <laughs> or he <laughs> comes in he gets into the ring and he's getting into the ring against the whole entire hurt business. And that's how Bobby wins the Royal Rumble by throwing Goldberg out. And then they hop out and let that nigga win like that. Ooh, wee! Let's do it. <laughs> oh, hopefully, hopefully, man. Hopefully, we'll see uh, who we want to win and maybe right. our dark horses as well, man. Hopefully, we see that's them, right. uh, you know, have a great, have a great showing and possibly winning in this as long as, a, as long as a part-timer that don't make sense like i'm not even because i don't want to see cena win either i've been hearing these rumors about him coming back to the rumble and like bro i don't want to see that like what are you gonna do with that you're gonna let the nigga win the rumble he's gonna go to mania lose to the champion and then come on you wasted nah. a spot yeah, 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 man. But Rumble's always fun, man. Let's see who we get any surprises, who comes out. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 I, I got to do a little more research about this women's match to see who the favorites are. Like, honestly, I I don't really know too much about what's going on, the storylines I got going on on that side. But if we picking women for the picking, I'm picking winners, Bianca. I'm going with Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair, baby. All day. Bianca and that other bitch from AEW. Play herself. Oh, I heard that shit. Play. Yo, dude, how the fuck? Is mine's is real. Not, yeah, but mine's is real. Yo, homegirl, you came out with the target version of her wardrobe. My nigga, your whole look was her shit that and you. Her braid wasn't even done right. Nah, since yeah, she brought yeah. ends coming out of it. Come on, she man. got the fucking. She got Come the scrunchies on, from Walmart. She ain't get the ones from the beauty Come supply on. store. She fucked Come up, on, dude. What's she doing? Come on. Listen, yo, yo, like, like it's real Dollar Tree, bro. That's the right. Dollar Tree version of Bianca. I said, I gave it too much. Whether whether the shit is real or not, it don't matter. The bitch wrestles with it. She fucking jumps rope with it. She wrestles with that fucking thing on her head. I'm sure that shit is heavy, bro. And I've seen her out. She's not big. I mean, she's muscular because she's, yo, she's cut up. She's in shape. But yeah. she's not big, nigga. Like, you look at her, and you're like, "I that that chick's in shape," and then she got that break got to weigh ten pounds, bro. It has to, just for the sun. She whips people with it. That shit got to have some weight to that shit, right? Yo, Come man, on, son. we seen her in um in big matches and big women matches in NXT. Yo, you know, so I know that she could go. 
Right. If it's not her, it's gonna be Rhea. I'm gonna keep it real. It's gonna be one of them too. Okay. Okay. Honestly, but I, I see. I see big things for Bianca. Um, heading into heading into this year. You know. Yeah. Mania after WrestleMania is the restart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, we both. Eve, right. We Raw both been. Mania is New Year's yeah, from since jump we both fucked with her and like right. i said if i remember like yo this girl is a star bro this girl's a star like she just she has written all over her on some shit yeah. but if it's not gonna be her it, i i'm gonna go with rhea ripley because she's bro, another rhea. one that's a fucking star bro another one being nxt women's division is crazy insane <laughs> insane bro it's insane bro but yeah man um, you know, that's what we got for the people this week. Um, this is one, this is one album that I've been listening to heavy, uh, for the past like a week or two. Uh, it's homie Nick Caution from Pro Era, mm. right? Right, right, album, um, anywhere but here, really dope. I've been listening to it. Uh, I'm gonna play this song with him and Joey Badass, How You Live It, something I feel that the people should listen to and the people really need right now. You know, New York stand up, Coney Island, Brooklyn. You already know, Nick uh, Also, Nems, Nems from Coney Island too. That motherfucker's a monster with his flow. Vegan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. So shout out to them out there. Uh, yeah, man. This is podcast. <laughs> Your mother's a gunter. <laughs> oh, my Yo, my man. Straight disrespect. Yeah, man. You already know, man. 2020 podcast all day. Storyline tease. Y'all can't see this, but Mr. Nathan McFly, a.k.a. Mr. Knotts, a.k.a. We're not going to go to the other name. He got that brand new, <laughs> brand new, all black Mr. Perfect with the Bobby the Brain Heenan joint. This Bro, shit is too fun, man. Perfect. Drop yeah, man. Sunday, Royal Rumble Sunday. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. You're a marketing genius. Look at you. Already trying, <laughs> trying, trying. You know, all right, my boy. Y'all yeah, be so, safe. Uh, before we go, shout out to the nation of domination. <laughs> shout out to Los Boricuas. Shout <laughs> out to SM2. I'm gonna <laughs> dig up Nes- Leslie Nielsen and come looking for you, my nigga. He's at your local <laughs> dinosaur barbecue. I'm telling you, he wild Yo, out. Of Leslie Nielsen is gonna come and uh. <laughs> And, and find him. I know it. He's gonna search him out <coughs> when looking for the Woodrow. <laughs> oh, man. but yo, we out of here. Peace. Peace. Uh, I dropped the bag off early morning. I jack off. So when I fuck your chick after noon, I last long. Every song is like the last song. When it comes to the level in which I rap on, your bitch is dancing on me. She like a lap dog. She like my hair. I keep my cap on. Cause I ain't looking for love. Shit, is that wrong? I just want something dainty that I can tap on. It's killer season, hope. I feel like Cameron. I'm just trying to build a block that I can stand on. Real estate and bigger plans. Y'all just worry about some shit to blow a bag on. I peep the game before it happens like I'm Tony Romo. 
I'm better than a referee. Don't let the internet fool you. 100K on the gram doesn't make you a celebrity. You public figures with these fucking pictures. You got your ass poking out when you lean to the left. When it's really not fat, you just angle it best. And in person, we know that your self-esteem is a mess. But it make you feel better when you posted your pics. It's cool, I ain't knocking it. As long as somebody commenting and make your whole career look promising. Get it how you live it. This world could be filthy. But I'ma do me and get back to the real thing. Cause every hard line keeps adding to the kill street. Fuck what they talking about, dog. I know they hear me. I can give a fuck if they feel me, dog. They send the shots, better kill me, dog. I'm on the kill streak. I do these flows filthy. So much flows, I started investing in realty. Got so much gold. All this jewelry make a nigga feel guilty. Ice on the knot, bitch, you steal me. This is just to chill me. Get a nigga hot, and that's when you see the real me. Force a nigga hand, and that's when you gon' reveal the Nina on my waist, if you talking out your face Better proceed with caution, cause you niggas ain't safe Off the Jameson, I turn into an animal, baby Shows with Herrick, bitch, I'm feeling like Hannibal, baby Bird up, I wrote some words, and now my calendar crazy Different country every night, let's get some capital, baby Eastside, phenom, yeah When you make heat, there's no B-side Y'all don't want beef, y'all meat ride This a fuck you, not a peace sign I've been down bad like Steve Jobs Made it all back like Steve, now why I slam him down bad Like a junkie, I bully these pussies. I feel like a dusty. All I want is some cutty. Poke her face day and night when she f after she dip. Yo, a split would be lovely. I ain't sparking this chick. Cause every time she hit the weed, she be bugging. Make a way and everybody start running. Uh, make a name and everybody your cousin. It's cool, I ain't knocking it. As long as somebody profiting, there's always someone else that's pocketing. But get it how you live it. This world could be filthy. But I'ma do me and get back to the real thing. Cause every hard line keeps setting to the kill streak.